Welcome to the Security Sessions podcast, brought to you by Talist and hosted by me, Nera Jones. In this podcast series, we'll be discussing the technologies, people, and processes behind information security and delving into topics like data security, remote access, and digital transformation. We'll be speaking to Talis and industry experts to bring you fresh perspectives on how to navigate the world of cloud security. Today's episode is episode 8, 5G. With great power comes great responsibility. 5G connectivity promises to break traditional paradigms of data delivery by providing network connectivity virtually everywhere and the building of the 5G infrastructures is well underway. It is expected that in two years' time, 5G will reach 25 billion connected devices globally, and this number will triple to 75 billion by 2025. For enterprises and subscribers, it will enable exciting new low-latency, high-performance and reliable connectivity that will create new business opportunities. For mobile network operators, it will unlock significant new revenue-generating opportunities. 5G is poised to change how digital technology-based solutions are delivered and consumed across industries by connecting people and devices using high-quality services whenever, wherever. With so many public and private sector stakeholders, each reliant on the other, it is difficult to assign the final responsibility for enterprise and subscriber data security. Some believe that consumers should be given the tools which can make informed decisions. The concept of a shared responsibility model between cloud service providers and enterprises will be extended to these telco edge and cloud edge sites. Today, I am delighted to be joined by two fantastic panelists, Chen Arbel, VP Business Development at Thales, and Prashant Dio, Senior Consultant at Tata Consultancy Services. Welcome to you both, Chen and Prashant. If you would like to briefly introduce yourself, starting with you, Chen. Good morning. Uh, thank you, first of all, for uh, uh, the invitation. Happy to be here and um, uh, would love to uh, discuss the 5G today with, uh, with our audience and, of course, with Prashant. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Chen. Prashant, if you would like to introduce yourself briefly. Yeah, thank you. Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks for this opportunity. My name is Prashant Dev. I'm part of Tata Consultancy Services Cybersecurity Practice and currently the working to sort of develop a 5G cybersecurity offering for our customers. Thank you. Thank you both. So let's jump straight in. So what is the potential advantage of 5G, starting with you, Chen? Let me start by saying that uh, 5G will, will unlock a different set of use cases and a lot of different possibility of services that are not visible with our current 4G technology. Now, 5G will change 
how the digital technology solution will be delivered and also consumed by providing digital interaction between three different elements. We're going to have the human to human, human to machine, and machine to machine. All of this in almost real time. Now, there is many different advantages of uh, 5G, but with, with unique capability of connecting massive number of devices with very low latency, as you mentioned before, and high throughput. But I would really want to uh, surface up three that are really um, making a difference with regard to 5G. The first one is high transmission speed. And, and 5G will, will be at least uh, 10 times faster than 4G. And, and that's substantial uh, with our current technology. The second part, as, as you mentioned before uh, during the introduction, is the low latency. And when we're talking about uh, low latency, we're talking about the time that will take from our cell phone or any other connected devices uh, to make a request from a remote server and get their response back. Now, with 5G, this low latency will be virtually zero. And this will allow us to perform a lot of remote action in real time, as well as to support large number of connected devices. The, the third part that I would like to share with you guys as far as the advantage of 5G is the technology. So there is a term that called network slices and 5G innovation uh, will create independent programmable subnet slice that will uh, isolate it to fulfill requirement uh, specifically for application and will allow us to set different level of priority, uh, speed, connection, and so on. And for example, when using network slicing, we will be able to set high priority for first responder with the objective to avoid any delay with critical service in order, again, uh, to save life. I would like to, sh to share an, another example specifically around the advantage of 5G. When we're talking about lower latency, it, it's opened a door for new healthcare innovation technology, like something that uh, we trying to do quite some time with not a lot of success, uh, something that's called robotic surgery. And that to be performed remotely, and it will be relying on a split-second reaction time between the surgeon in one location, let's say New York, and the request and, and the robot corresponding to this request will be in a remote location, for example, California. So again, the main objective here is to be more efficient, save life, and to be uh, absolutely uh, faster with our uh, services and capability. The second example that I would like to uh, share specifically around the advantage of 5G is uh, autonomous car. Now, when you're talking about autonomous car, uh, let, let's uh, review our current uh, situation. The average reaction time for human being to visual is, is roughly 250 milliseconds. We're talking about a quarter of a second. Now, when we add the functionality and the advantage of 5G to the autonomous car, with the low latency, your car can actually re react 250 times faster than what we actually have today with a human being. And again, the, the main objective is to improve traffic safety, efficiency, and of course, 
saving life. Thank you, Chen. That's uh, fascinating. I mean, the implication of this uh, hyperconnectivity on steroids, especially as we're all becoming more and more digital, uh, more people are connected, but more machines are connected. And the interaction between all of those obviously creates new new challenges. So uh, uh, thanks for that. Uh, uh, those excellent insights. What I would like to do now is to look at the flip side of all of this. So we've got more connectivity, we've got more devices, we've got more people, we've got the, the, the potential of saving lives. Uh, but the flip side of that is that we have some risks. And specifically, we have data security risks with 5G. So what can you tell us about this, Prashant? Uh, yeah, certainly. Uh, I believe uh, as 5G has created a lot of compelling value proposition for businesses to come up with a lot of innovative use cases but there is always a flip side of it as you rightly said uh, because it does involve a lot of data movement across uh, machine to machine human to machine and whatever interactions are happening so there is a large data volumes which are getting created uh, by way of uh, communication so how do you ensure the uh, data security of that data which is getting generated uh, traditionally, uh, I believe we used to really worry about protecting a data more from a perspective of uh, individual privacy. But here we are looking at protecting a data which actually uh, going to impact a cyber physical system. So how do you make sure that the data has been protected, how that data has been stored, as well as how the integrity of that data has been uh, basically ensured? I think those are two to three things which I see are going to be the challenging things which, which needs to be addressed. Uh, apart from that, I, I also believe, uh, I think data security, uh, while one aspect of it, but when you are looking at a data security, you also need to eventually look at how are you essentially designing this data security controls when you are designing this 5G systems protecting the data when it is in a motion, when it is at a rest, as well as when it is in use. So all those has to be really looked at so that whatever I think benefits we are looking at uh, by leveraging the speed, ultra low latency of a 5G, those being compensated by appropriate risk mitigants of a data security. Thank you, Prashant. So, and from your point of view, Chen, what uh, what what challenges can you see in terms of data security with five G and specifically all the use cases that you've given us? Yeah, so you know, I want to add to Parshan. This is um, absolutely uh, correct from our perspective as well. Is that five G security is very important subject, and and I want to emphasize that last year there is a survey that was done with over 700 cybersecurity professionals around 5G. And, and this is not surprising. 94% of them scores that the number one concern of 5G is the data security. And, and the reason for this is that 5G fundamentally is different by design that, than, than anything that we have seen so far. And when you actually zoom in, in to the 5G and, and starting to um, identify the data security risk, you actually have a couple of different areas. Within the 5G core network, the design is totally different. Today with the 5G, uh, we're utilizing virtualization and share infrastructure. 
And as a result of this, we need to be able to address security challenges around resource sharing, cross-domain security, authentication, authorization, and data integrity. So the complexity within the current core network infrastructure is, is very, very high. Now, Parshan mentioned it before, but 5G will generate um, a large, uh, large amount of data. I call it tsunami of data. And this is specifically sensitive data and that will be done very, very fast in order to meet a uh, wide range of data-driven services. Now, let's go back into some research that was done with Gardner. They, they claiming that by 2023, the numbers of connected devices expected to reach 25 billion devices. And this number will triple uh, two years later to 75 billions. Now, with each and every IoT smart devices, it can open many entry point and uh, risk to a different form of attack. And, and as a result of this, need to, to put in place preventing measurement um, that include strong authentication, zero trust. And the main objective is to protect against unauthorized access and, and also attack. Now, for 5G also changed the design with adding another element that called the edge. And the edge is specifically an area where um, hosting uh, application that was done in, uh, in the old days in, the, in, in, in the, the core network, in the back, to the edge of the uh, MNO uh, network. And the edge cloud compute services deployment are the one that will grow dramatically in the years to come. Uh, offering a lot of different services for different vertical, if it's a healthcare manufacturing. So overall, we're going to have much more sensitive data that will be expected to be processed on the edge that is by far less secure than the core. And the requirement of data security, what we call security by design, uh, become to be a must and not optional. On top of this, there is also the level of accessing the data and sharing the data. Now, we mentioned you know, the high throughput. We mentioned that with 5G, we're going to have low latency. And, and this actually will uh, trigger much more sophisticated attack because of the complexity of the network, share infrastructure and resources, and of course, the tens of billions of hackable smart devices that all of them will be connected to the same uh, network as we mentioned uh, early in our discussion. Now, now 5G also will expand from our private um, into a private and public cloud specifically to provide higher level of services to be consumed by the different vertical. And, and a new concept of what we call share responsibility that we have today with a cloud service provider will be extended into the telco edge, specifically where the enterprise bringing their own uh, data and taking care of securing this data and the cloud or the telco provide the mobile uh, connectivity or the mobile platform. Now, I'd like to go back into another example, right? So we're talking about um, data security and, and how uh, how much risk we got, we're going to have with those kind of uh, new innovation. Let's go back into the same discussion or example that I mentioned before, uh, the self-driving car. So autonomous vehicle use a different sensor 
and of course, a very complex algorithm in order to detect and respond to anything around them. Now, there's two different areas called V2X and V2V, vehicle to vehicle, vehicle to everything, uh, with uh, autonomous car. And the main objective is to be able to share information and also to communicate between those uh, cars in order to enhance the traffic safety and efficiency. Now, self-driving vehicles have the ability to move from point A to point B with no driver. And one of the incredible technology that uh, we bring in with 5G is that the vehicle can use data to communicate around traffic safety, weather condition, the best route for destination, efficiency, and of course, to prevent accident. Now, this is all good, but when we actually looking at the risk associated with that, as autonomous vehicles use sensor in order to be able to see the environment around them, what if self-driving car become to be a primary target of cyber attack? Hacker could activate or disable vehicle's brakes, steering wheel, or increase vehicle speed. And as a result of this, we need to look into uh, how we can actually build a robust security system to prevent such an attack. And now for the news this week. A large BGP routing leak occurred on April 16 and it disrupted the connectivity for thousands of major networks and websites around the world. Also, the EU is to propose GDPR-like fines for AI abuses. With the new proposed law, AI will be prohibited from use in mass surveillance or for ranking social behavior. And finally, do you remember that Capcom attack last year? Ragnar Locker stated that they had stolen one terabyte of Capcom sensitive data and demanded a ransom of $11 million in exchange for not publishing the information and offering a decryption tool. Well, it now transpires that the criminal gang gained access to Capcom's internal network by targeting an old VPN backup device located at the company's North American subsidiary in California. And now back to episode 8 of the Talus Security Sessions, 5G with great power comes great responsibility. Because 5G is such a game changer, um, what would be the, the best practice into deploying or implementing a, a shared responsibility model? Or how do we change the way we approach cybersecurity? Prashant, can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so uh, I think uh, there would be an multiple parties uh, who has to get involved in securing overall 5G ecosystem. Uh, it's not only uh, MNOs or telcos who are providing an underlying network. If you look at a 5G as an ecosystem, it, it does include a lot of other components, including IoT, your edge, your cloud, uh, your backhaul, front hall, and then internet services. So IoT security needs to be very robust at a device level, at an uh, IoT edge, IoT gateway level, so that uh, any vulnerability at an IoT level has been appropriately addressed and it, it would not uh, get penetrated into your 5G ecosystem. Uh, 
second level security which needs to be addressed it as an age level where at an age level you need to make sure uh, all the age systems are uh, having a robust system security robust authentication mechanism and that is where again a shared responsibility would come where the cloud the age provider maybe some uh, csp or it could be the mno setting up their own clouds and on top of that then the enterprises are the putting their age application so every entity has to make sure their piece is uh, secured enough uh, based on what shared responsibility they have and i think the last one is an application which runs on top of, of all this application provider also needs to make sure uh, it is been secure at an application layer and appropriate attacks been detected and protected thank you prashant very interesting uh, now you you mentioned a, a, a number of uh, things to to help with this uh, new approach that is facilitated by uh, by technology and you also mentioned uh, data privacy and consumers and and of course data privacy uh, is very much on on everyone's mind at the, at the minute uh, especially during the pandemic and shen you gave us some example uh, where 5g could benefit the healthcare industry so i'd like to delve a bit more into the impact on on data privacy and consumers at large could you uh, tell us a bit more about that chen yeah absolutely so um with with regard to uh, 5g um i want to go back to another research that was done uh, recently specifically around the estimate data that that will be generated using 5G. And, and I'm going back to the same statement that I mentioned earlier about the tsunami of sensitive data. And uh, with 5G, um, the average person will produce one gig of personal data per day, and that's utilizing 5G. Now, this is one person. If you're going into um, a different um, uh, higher level scale, this into, for example, hospital, hospital will generate three terabyte uh, per day. And if you're going and uh, doing the same research around aircraft, aircraft per uh, day will generate five terabytes. Um, and, and this is substantial amount of data that will generate uh, very, very fast that will uh, include a lot of sensitive information. Now, the new 5G network uh, allow for data to be transmitted over a wider numbers of IoT devices and mobile carrier. Exactly as Prashan mentioned before, we're going to have billions of devices that collecting information in real time and broadcast it back to the data analytic application that will reside on the edge. The data that will be received will be much more specific. For example, location of the user, uh, information about the user, and this sensitive data will be required to be encrypted and secure with a global policy of how data been used, how it's been handled, how it's been shared between different parties, carrier, cloud service provider, and enterprise. And the complexity of how to deal with, with this specific um, issues around data privacy uh, surface up a lot of different um, regulation that trying to help to clarify how things need to be done. And the first one is the GDPR. And when you're looking at the GDPR specifically around the 5G and the telco, 
it's applied specifically for personal data, okay? So this is one area. But this is, again, related to a specific um, information about the subscriber. Uh, as a result of this, there is a new regulation that uh, surfacing up that called e-privacy. And this regulation will cover not only how the personal, uh, the information about the personal data need to be handled, but the confidentiality of the communication that we share in this data. And this regulation, think about it, will take GDPR definition of privacy and data and will clarify and enhance them specifically around metadata with a requirement around data in motion. So we're going to have much more complexity and much more demand and privacy around the specific data that we're sharing between the different entity and the different application. Uh, with 5G, what we have seen is um, quite a lot of change within the technology as well, given the fact that the subscriber identity being um, transmitted with the old legacy uh, technology uh, in some cases, in a clear or very low level of, of security. With 5G, we actually uh, implemented high level of assurance utilizing new technology with SUSI and SUPI, uh, specifically to conceal the identity of the subscriber and those uh, encryption keys stored in um, HSM, hardware secure module, that are not exportable, meaning that all the information will be kept securely and the keys to be able to um, deconceal the subscriber information will be securely stored inside a secure container. Thank you, Chen. Uh, and, and indeed, I'm glad you mentioned the e-privacy directing. It's exactly the kind of challenges that we're facing uh, with the new technology innovation and the e-privacy directive is still, you know, in the making and it, it was supposed to come out at the same time as the GDPR and it's challenges like uh, this that uh, that have delayed it. Uh, so uh, looking forward to see uh, what happens with, uh, with that one particularly. I think we're reaching the, the end of our session today but before i let you go guys i would like to ask you uh, for one final tip for our audience in terms of 5g and the challenges it presents prashant starting with you yeah so i believe 5g has a lot of promise in industry the industries are looking at leveraging it to, to uh, uh, basically it, uh, come up with a new compelling services uh, while they are doing that uh, I, I believe it is very critical to uh, look at uh, how secure this uh, 5g services can be rolled out as an ecosystem and to do that i think it's not going to be an individual responsibility uh, it has to be an shared responsibility and there has to be uh, some uh, ethics has to be followed by all the accountable parties when 5g has been rolled out including uh, the privacy by design, security by design, by equipment provider, and so on by the, every responsible party. I think that will make sure the ecosystem is uh, secure, reliable, private, so that uh, uh, enterprises as well as consumers can uh, basically reap the benefit of uh, this new innovation. Thank you, Prashant. And Chen, your final tip. Yeah, so... 5G, when we're looking at, at, at the big picture, 5G is a game-changer technology. And, and 
there is no doubt it will impact every human activity that we're going to do. And it will accelerate innovation that we have never seen before. And we will push the mobile connectivity to a whole new level. Now, it looks like it's it going to be the, the core element of our digital economy, specifically in the years to come. And it will generate tsunami of sensitive information. As Parshan mentioned before, as a result of this, we need to secure this sensitive data, and it should become to be a top priority for all of us. If we're talking about the mobile network operator, the network equipment provider, and any other parties involved, the only way that we'll be able to accomplish this is if we should, uh, if we will be able to work together in order to make it better and much more secure. Thank you, Chen. Indeed, as always in cybersecurity, cooperation is, is always key. Thank you both for being fantastic guests, Chen and Prashant. This is all we have time for today. You have been listening to the Talus Security Sessions podcast, episode 8, 5G, with great power comes great responsibility. Love this episode of the Talus Security Sessions podcast? Search us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to visit us at cpl.talusgroup.com to access previous episodes, bringing you insights from industry experts on the latest cloud and data security news and trends. Thank you for listening.